You don't make an effort. I am the second wife, Jay. Why do you treat me like I'm the first? Modern Family's Gloria Delgado Pritchett gives the second wife character a voice and a soul. When it comes to women we love to hate, the second wife is usually near the top of the list. In most film and TV, she's a caricature, often an opportunistic or airheaded gold digger used to signal her husband's midlife crisis, as seen through the judgmental eyes of his ex or older kids. But Gloria reimagines the trope. Gloria the trophy wife, Jay the guy on his, you know, second marriage. And yet, I mean, this is a vibrant, loving relationship. While on the surface, she checks off many boxes of the Second Wife cartoon. You don't expect to wake up one morning with a new mom who looks like she fell off a mudflap. As the show progresses, we realize that Jay and Gloria are incredibly compatible and in love. The important thing is you make him happy, which you do in, in so many ways. And Gloria is an irreplaceable part of the show's central modern family with so many gifts, a brave openness that the Pritchetts need, and a one-of-a-kind personality that's hilarious to watch. When you're married to me, you're going to get yelled at many times. You're tough enough to take it. Here's our take on how Gloria Pritchett tore up the Second Wife playbook, showed us all those caricatures aren't real, and gave us hope that sometimes you really can get it right the second time around. Today we have a new episode of The Takeaway on Amazon Prime Video YouTube channel. We're talking about The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and season four. Hello there, not many ladies and many gentlemen. We are digging into the character of Midge. Midge is an icon of her time and also of ours. How many times did you watch the show and you're like, I felt that, yes. And that's what we're really interested in here. Obviously this show is so much fun. The retro 50s and 60s setting, the aesthetics, the production design, the clothes. But the themes and the struggles she's dealing with are so modern. Do we really need to be constantly comparing ourselves? So come on. She's really a mirror for us. It's cathartic for the contemporary woman to watch this show. I felt a kind of catharsis, the thrill of spontaneity. She wants to be defined by what she wants to pursue, and there's a certain amount of anger, but it's empowering. I'm going to say exactly what's on my mind all the time. So be sure to check out our episode of The Takeaway on Amazon Prime Video YouTube channel and find out why Midge is such an icon of our times. At the beginning of Modern Family, there's a lot of dancing around the idea that the family views Gloria as a gold digger. You say you are a coal digger. Okay, I think we can move on. That's what my mom told me. Or that they're dismissive of her as not particularly deep or intelligent. Gloria, I don't know why you think I don't like you. Well, sometimes when you see me, you make that face. What face? Like this. But as we get to know her, it quickly becomes clear there's really no basis for these implied slights. They're projecting our culture's cartoonish idea of the second wife onto her. Someone beautiful, not particularly smart, educated, deep, or nice. Someone much younger than her husband, and sometimes even his kids. And always the butt of the joke. Pretty soon you're gonna be north of 40, and I'm gonna have to trade you in for a newer model. Am I right, buddy? It's my mother, Jay. So where do all the fears and assumptions about second wives come from? Second wives. 
like they have a playbook. The very existence of a second wife means something has to have happened to put the first wife out of the picture. And there's something inherently unsettling for a kid about the idea of a woman taking over from your mother, thus disrupting the sanctity of the original family. So in plenty of movies and shows, the second wife or stepmom has been portrayed negatively, sometimes as a villain. See Cinderella's Wicked Stepmother, a second wife who causes misery by abusing the first wife's child, or the parent trap scheming Meredith, an almost second wife who wants to send the kids away from their father. The day we get married is the day I ship those brats off to Switzerland. Get the picture? Meanwhile, women instinctively feel a fear of replacement in society where men are implicitly encouraged to seek new, younger female partners. In Agnes Varda's Les Bonheurs, or Happiness, after a man tries to convince his wife that his taking a lover is a good thing for their family, she kills herself, and he eerily welcomes the lover into their home as essentially a replacement. This tension is at the core of why Jay's first wife, Dee Dee, can't help hating Gloria, even when she tries to listen to her better instincts. I forgive you. I am not prepared for this. I just, I, I, I want to rip your what? It's not an unfair stereotype that the second wife in pop culture is often younger. She's my age. Did she tell you that? Actually, a 2014 analysis of the census undertaken by the Pew Research Center showed that one in five men who remarry go for a second wife at least 10 years their junior. Being young and beautiful is not a crime, you know. This shows the Gloria and Jay dynamic is realistic, and if we listen to what Dee Dee says, we can easily imagine why it would feel so terrible to watch your husband move on with someone like Gloria. Jay moves on so easily, and, and not with just anyone. With a young and smart and beautiful woman. It's also hard for Claire, a daddy's girl, to accept that Gloria is younger than her and attracts so much attention from men, including, in brief moments, Claire's own husband. Is she moving in slow motion or is my brain doing now? A second wife like Gloria embodies a youthfulness that the first wife has surpassed and can never get back. But it's also more than that. The second wife might be portrayed as cooler and edgier too, making her a harsh reminder of something bold and contemporary. The often more domestic first wife might feel as out of reach to her. The first wife might also be cast as a complaining, bitter shrew, while the second wife, without any of the baggage, gets to be framed as a beacon of hope. God, I can't wait to meet my second wife. I hope she likes me better than this one. In Mad Men, Megan Draper is the quintessential example of how the second wife offers this exciting spiritual appeal. I feel like myself when I'm with you the way I always wanted to feel. While Don's first wife Betty is firmly entrenched in the style and decorum of the 1950s, with her white picket fence, nipped-in waist, and perfectly coiffed hair, Megan looks like a 1960s free-loving flower child in bright colors and stylish clothes with sharp angles. She's a visual representation of Don leaving behind his old-fashioned, perfect domestic life and wife for more modern pastures. Why you don't need a Beatles album? with this one. Similarly, in Modern Family, Gloria is a fun and bold Colombian who's lived an eventful, interesting life and brings a different set of experiences and gifts than Dee Dee to the family. So these differences make her more existentially threatening to Dee Dee. Another key stereotype is that the second wife is a bimbo, not smart or with solely vapid interests like money and shopping. She might be assumed to be lazy or taking a shortcut, marrying a richer, older man to get an instant, comfortable life instead of working to build it herself and unfairly reaping the rewards of the 
the first wife's labors. But the truth is, most second wives don't have it easy. From the beginning, I feel like Manny and I are not welcome in this family. By the time you're the second wife, it's likely that both you and your husband have some baggage in the form of existing children, ex-partners, or alimony payments. And emotionally, a second wife may have to work a lot harder to cultivate a positive environment in her complicated family situation. Like Gloria, she probably has to integrate into a fully formed adult family that might be primed to dislike her while starting her own. Often in films and shows, if the first wife is deceased, as is often the case in older narratives such as Rebecca, Jane Eyre, and the second wife, the idea of the first wife might haunt the marriage, as if no woman can ever live up to her. You'll never replace her. You can't replace her. If she's alive, she's frequently shown to be a little imbalanced or resentful, intent on meddling in her husband's second marriage. If you call her, you're giving her exactly what she wanted. The thrill of having poisoned us from 50 miles away. Much like Dee Dee, such an example of the crazy first wife that even her own kids can't really stand her. Also, disproving the taking it easy stereotype, Gloria's life up to this point hasn't been glamorous. Do you know what a doll is in my village? An apple on a fork. Which is part of what makes her so charming and relatable. Gloria's backstory proves she isn't a gold digger. Jay is her second husband, and her first husband didn't support her at all. Her feckless ex put in minimal effort with Manny, so for a long time she worked incredibly hard to support him on her own. With street smarts we still occasionally glimpse. I used to drive a taxi at night. Manny would sleep in the seat next to me. Adjusting to a blended family isn't, at first, easy for anyone. However, since Gloria wants her relationship with Jay to work out, she's determined to build a bond with Claire and the others. This situation, of older kids disliking their dad's new wife, is one that repeats across pop culture depictions, but it rarely has a successful resolution. That's what makes modern family unusual. It grapples with why the family might want to judge and dismiss Gloria, but ultimately shows that they shouldn't. You are going to tell me what is wrong, and I'm gonna give you the right answer because I have all of them. And I know that you're strong enough to win and definitely strong enough to be okay if you lose. So how does Gloria do it? Here are her new rules for the Second Wife playbook. Voice your emotions. Susie Brown, the founder of Midlife Divorce Recovery, says that despite second marriages being more common today, there can still be a social stigma around being the second wife. It could be worth talking about that. When Gloria opens up to Claire about being seen as the hot mom at school, Claire immediately realizes that Gloria isn't this perfect, invulnerable woman Claire imagines her to be. She's human, with worries and pain. You think I don't know what they're thinking? Ah, oh, here comes the hot one with the big boobies that is gonna steal my husband. It can be fun to view the other Pritchetts through Gloria's eyes. Because she's such an open person, she's baffled by their strange ways of handling situations, how they bottle their emotions and allow toxic behaviors to repeat time after time. Fellow Pritchett spouse Phil might talk privately or under his breath about his gripes with the family, but he's not outspoken. And when he does call Claire or others out, it's often because he's pushed into an outburst of bottled up feeling. Your family has always treated me like a child who can't make his own decisions. Gloria, on the other hand, regularly calls calls the family out on their behavior, sharing how she feels or how she can see others feel with a tone that's not nasty or loaded because she's not holding things in until they explode. You can't sit on your feelings, you will explode. I have like 10 little explosions every day, so I don't have the big one. In this way, she brings a lot of love and openness to the group and teaches them basic emotional communication skills. It's her who reveals that Jay really loves Phil, for example, after years of Phil resenting their dynamic and feeling that he's not good enough for Jay. Since when do you care what I think? Always. 
he thinks that you're the life of the party. He wants to be more like you. Uh Much like an informal therapist, Gloria helps the Pritchetts bring a little more self-reflection and intentionality to their relationships. We're shown that Jay has been repeating the same toxic masculine mistakes of his own dad. I gave you twice as much as my father ever gave me. The man kissed me one time in my entire life. And Gloria forces him to consciously reevaluate his behavior with his children. What was the last time you kissed me? What does that have to do with anything? I was 12. Jay! He's your son, he's a mess. She recognizes that her husband is far from perfect and pinpoints the issues that he has created for his kids and empowers them to speak out about it. Gloria is right, Dad. You being so emotionally closed off makes it very difficult for your children to show affection. Through these actions, Gloria brings out a sensitive, flexible side of Jay that it's implied his children haven't even seen before. The partners are shown to be equals. They're both quite fiery and can fight each other, but always make up, and that security stems from knowing that you can all always express whatever you feel, and the other person will still love you after. That's what I love about our marriage. We can say whatever we want, but the next day we're still there. Take up space. When they're in a situation where they know they're being scrutinized, many people try hard to be easygoing and affable. Gloria doesn't obsess over what others think because she's too busy being herself, and we, and her family, love her for that. What are you looking for? Nothing. I am making a lot of noise because I'm angry. Sometimes new family members might feel displaced by you. And while that's something to explore together, their complaints or battles with you might not even be rational. A lot of the time, we see this in Gloria's relationship with Claire, who struggles with how Gloria makes her feel inadequate. Your thunder is your thunder and my thunder is my thunder. I know, it's just that God gave you so much thunder. But that doesn't mean Gloria can fix this by trying to bury her own light. Set the agenda. While she may appear unpredictable or impulsive in her emotions, Gloria is in control at home. She runs a tight ship, and both Manny and Jay defer to her. You're just tiny little man to me right now, and you need to leave this house and come back with more respect! Pizza! She's also extremely brave, and this shows in the way she moves through life. Are people going to like me? Can I handle the challenge? You can ask these questions forever. Or you can just take the first step. No, you're not a cliche. And you married for love. Sure, Gloria seems relieved to lead a comfortable lifestyle after all she's been through, but Jay's appeal to Gloria isn't that he's a rich guy. It's that he's reliable and wants to take care of her and Manny, something she's never experienced before. If I wanted to be married to a wild mine, I would have stayed with Javier. Gloria also needs a guy with Jay's temperament, calm, dependable, and considered, because she can be impulsive. I like that you're calm, that you think first and you act second. I need that in my life. Gloria and Jay are shown to be in love, and while he enjoys her looks and she enjoys his money, this is far from the primary basis for their attraction and deeper compatibility. You're so much more than how you look. These have been the best 10 years of my life. I'm in it for every pound, every wrinkle every gray hair. Both Gloria and Jay are aware of how their marriage might look from the outside, but they're so secure in their relationship that they joke about the cliches others see them as. You're too funny. I'm gonna share that one with my next husband when we're spending all your money. Stay away from second wife syndrome. In an article entitled Nine Challenges of Being the Second Wife, relationships writer Rachel Pace discusses second wife syndrome. She says that second wife syndrome can involve feeling that your partner puts his previous family first, feeling insecure, comparing yourself to the ex, needing to control your partner, and feeling as if you don't belong. Gloria banishes second wife syndrome by getting friendly with Jay's kids and grandkids, talking about her insecurities, and forging a completely different life to the one Jay had with Dee Dee. I hope you're hiring a nanny, because this one won't lift a finger. But now it's different. 
Now I can help you with everything. Another side of second wife syndrome involves having issues with the first wife, which is definitely part of Gloria's initial experience in the Pritchett family through no fault of her own. At first, Dee Dee is furious at Gloria's very existence, as it throws her into a personal crisis, and she laughs at the pair of them when she finds out they're having a baby. Oh, you're going to be a father again at your age. And here you were thinking you would just sail off into the sunset with your beautiful young wife. But actually, the birth of Joe, though unplanned, takes Jay and Gloria to a new place in their relationship and shows exactly that Jay wasn't just in it for Gloria's beauty and youth. He wanted the whole package. Surprisingly, this even softens Dee Dee's feelings towards Gloria. Turns out Gloria being pregnant somehow made Dee Dee think of her as less trophy, more human. Except a non-traditional relationship. Family is family. Whether it's the one you start out with, the one that you end up with, or the family that you gain along the way. Part of being the second wife involves accepting a relationship or family that looks a little different to the picture-perfect imagination many might start out with. But Gloria accepts that and reinforces the beauty in it, which in turn spreads out to the rest of the family. While it's regularly implied that the non-biological mother can't or won't love her stepkids, I won't have you coming near my daughter. You don't have to get hysterical about it. What do I care about your daughter? I'm hearing about her. Often, this is unfair and untrue. Gloria enters Jay's kids' lives when they're adults, and they aren't looking to her to mother them. But she does try to bond with them. And just as her positive presence softens Jay, she influences him to have a better relationship with his children, especially Mitchell, who didn't have a great time with his father as he was growing up. While Dee Dee deliberately sows unrest between her children and their dad to get back at him, Gloria encourages them to build the relationships up and contributes to a blended family that may be messy, but is full of real love. She's got this killer confidence. You know, the, the kind of confidence that you get from having a family like this. Family that actually loves each other. Own your gifts. Gloria isn't trying at all to fill a hole left by Dee Dee. She knows she offers different strengths, and anyway, this is a different moment in the family's lives, calling for its own set of solutions. We see something similar in Stepmom, the story of assumed-to-be second wife being initially rejected by her partner's kids and their mom, the first wife, because her attempts never measure up. Oh my gosh, she made you a lunch? But in the end, like Gloria, Isabel really wants to be close to her stepkids. And due to her different age and strengths, she can offer them different gifts than their mom does, which add a lot to the family's lives. It worked, it worked, it worked, it worked, it worked, it worked. <laughs> Did you see the look on Brad's face? Thank you so much. One of Gloria's gifts is that she's way less judgmental than Jay. You don't get to tell everyone how to live their lives, that boys cannot spend time with their mommies, or that brothers and sisters can't make babies. And helps him to consider new possibilities, something his kids didn't think was possible. When Jay shows his homophobic tendencies towards Mitchell, he doesn't get gay weddings. Gloria is quick to reprimand him. Pretty nice, huh? Like a regular wedding. Good start, Jay. And unlike with pretty much everyone else in his life, Jay actually listens to her. And Gloria's positivity inspires Jay to want to be better for her. Jay is very spontaneous. He's always surprising me with little presents, fun getaways. I, I wasn't the greatest husband the first time around, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to do better this time. Despite joking about it, Jay genuinely sees his relationship with Gloria, the way she makes him behave and how she makes him feel, as a second shot at doing marriage and life well. Even if he's not exactly young, he feels his life is ahead of him. Felt like my life was ending. And now you're telling me that I get to have a new start. The woman of my dreams. 
and he's learning what it means to support the person he loves. In season six, we see Gloria get upset when Manny and Jay laugh at her mistranslations. For once, it would be nice to speak to someone in my own language, in my own home. Like many second wives and immigrants, Gloria gets tired of constantly being underestimated and seeing her intellect wrongly diminished. But in the last episode, we see exactly how far Jay has come when he reveals he's learning Spanish. I got a big surprise for Gloria in the works. I'm learning Spanish. One of the most important and special things he could possibly do for her. So presa mi amor. You're wonderful. Tell your story. Part of the reason the second wife is so maligned is that she rarely gets her own narrative, which is why it's so groundbreaking that Gloria is such a fully formed and appealing character, with a past and a perspective of her own. It's easy to understand why people fear, resent, and feel jealous of many second wives. It's wonderful for Jay and Gloria to get this second chance, but it can be hard for the first wife, and sometimes children, to see that happening and not wonder why they didn't get to be with this amazing husband and father. That's especially true because most First Wives re-enter a dating market that's heavily biased in favor of young women. Films like The First Wives Club and The Women put an important spotlight on First Wives, affirming their value as smart, savvy, and a big loss to their husbands. We help okay. them rise. <laughs> we can help them fall. Oh, but Still, that message doesn't have to be at the expense of turning another woman into a cardboard antagonist. And ultimately, Modern Family underlines that Didi's projecting a lot of baggage that's not really about Gloria herself. Gloria didn't steal me, Didi, and you know it. We grew apart for years, and you left to find yourself, remember? It's important to see this picture from both or all the women's perspective. Gloria Delgado Pritchett is the representation of a second wife we never knew we needed. A strong, capable woman who works hard at her relationship and can handle a complicated blended family with ease. She shows us that sometimes the best things come the second time around. I didn't mean for her to get hurt. Not her, him, when he realizes that not every second wife looks like this. Who's been watching season four of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I'm watching. We're so excited because we have the latest takeaway episode on the Amazon Prime Video YouTube channel. In this video, we're talking about Midge and how she is a modern icon. I really connected with Midge as she's coming into her own in season four. Midge found her voice and now she doesn't want to stop talking. The voice is a powerful thing, but it can't do anything if you keep your mouth shut. I think there are a lot of things that we can take out of Midge's playbook. Be okay with displeasing people to get over the guilt to own how funny you are as a woman. Comedy is fueled by oppression, abandonment, and humiliation. Now, who the hell does that describe more than women? <laughs> it is so great to see an artist who says, I'm not going to follow the rules. I made a decision to do things my way. She really shows you what it's like to piss people off and be okay with it. And I think that's a very hard thing for us women to get used to. He thought I grew up to be the perfect lady. And here I am slinging jokes in a strip club to a bunch of drunk men with various degrees of syphilis. It was helpful for us to kind of go on this journey with her to think about our own journey. What are the wheels that get us moving? What empowers us? And what are we willing to sacrifice in order to combat the status quo? That is so current. That's today. So be sure to check out our latest episode of The Takeaway on Amazon Prime Video YouTube channel. Thank you and good night!